Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we take a break for a couple weeks and then we come back strong. And by strong, I mean the beer I'm drinking at 11.5% is strong. Oh man, I was going to make like a strong hand joke, but that <sighs> beer sounds like it's going to fucking muscle it up, man. Oh, dude, gingerbread stout, bourbon barrel aged. It is yummy. But holy hell, does it hit like a freight train. Now, is that the Hardywood? Yeah. You can buy them like Target? Uh, yeah, you can buy them everywhere now. Dude, Hardywood, you could only buy in like a couple of places at first. And then all of a sudden, it exploded. And you can get them everywhere, which I'm pretty happy about, to be honest. Oh, yeah, dude. I started selling Hardywood and Target years ago here. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, these are pretty good. They only do the seasonal ones. They don't, like, sometimes they have the year-round ones, but the seasonal ones are really fucking good. Yeah, like, they'll do the raspberry stout during Christmas time. They do the gingerbread stout, which this is what I've got is the gingerbread stout, but it's the bourbon barrel-aged gingerbread stout. Man, these guys really take their beer craft to a serious level, and I love it. Yeah, I would not recommend the original gingerbread stout. I did not find it to be good at all that and the the christmas breakfast one i did not find good like i tried the gingerbread stout i'm like hey this is okay because it was kind of hard hitting tasted okay but uh this bourbon barrel age one mm. Mm. it's got that charred oak flavor that you're looking for looking for it's got that gingerbread sweetness that ginger kick in the face oh man oh it's just good stuff it's got that good bourbony bite to it, but it still smooths out to that gingerbread that uh, was enjoyable. And without that bourbony bite, that gingerbread was just too much on the tongue for me. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. That gingerbread just on its own, just too much. But with that bourbon barrel, that kind of charred oak flavor, man, does that really kick it. What are you drinking, man? Since I just uh, popped right into what I'm drinking. Well, I figure that's kind of what we're doing with the show, right? We miss a week, and then we just come on strong and yeah, just say, did. fuck it, dude. No rules. Um, yeah, just friggin' come in swinging. True story. So, I'm drinking the Yinling Hershey's Porter for the moment. <gasps> yes. And then, yeah, that I mean, that's fucking great, dude. And it's, I don't think people know where it's at in my sheets because they put it up against the back wall in the corner on the ground. So, the same six packs have been sitting there. And no one seems to notice that that's the Hershey one. So, like, oh, sweet. I just, you know, every once in a while, I grab one or uh, Selkie grabs one. But I'm almost done with that one. So, I grabbed a Halal, Halal, Jalal, whatever the fuck. Dude, Jalal. This, Jalal. Yeah. Anyways, I'll drink that one because it's fucking good, man. And, and you know, Moonfat turned me on to those over at God's house. And I was like, these are actually pretty fucking good. And they're a little strong. If I remember correctly, yeah, 7.5s. So they're pretty good. Not gingerbread kick you in the face 11 plus percent in that bourbon stout, but yeah. But hey, dude, they're good. Like the thing is, I I like a good hard hitting beer just because I don't like to spend so much time drinking like 18 beers to get a buzz. I like when I can just drink one or two beers and get a nice little buzz going. But uh, man, there's. There's something to say for for good low ABVs because you can drink them all day long. Oh man! So I got recently a 
it's a, it's a fucking I want to call it a barbecue bock, but it's not a barbecue. It's a a toasted bock. Okay. And I'm not sure of the brand. I enjoyed them. They're only 5.1%, but they're a beer that, like, it's got that big, heavy flavor to it. 5.1%, lower on the calories. It's not a low-calorie beer by any means. It was just lower. Yeah, just lower. Than, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I could sit and drink this fucker all day, but I'm going to need two 12-packs to get anywhere near where I want to be. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I love an all-day drinker where you can just sit back, relax. You're not getting super trashy. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I'd like to get super trashy. But I don't have to get super trashy. Yeah, no, I mean, I got you. It's it's not Bud Light. It's not Michelob Light. It's not, um, I mean, I'm sorry, but Dogfish Head, I know you tried, but you just put out another Bud Light with your, your weird low-carb, low-calorie, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Like, uh, like Dogfish Head, it used to have all my esteem, and now they're just, they're, I, I get what they're trying to do. I don't blame them, but Jesus Christ, guys, come on. I don't know, man. I was super fucking excited, because it's been the first day that I have gone to work in, like, two goddamn years and talked to real people. And now I think I'm just going to have to support Strangeway Brewery, man. I'm just going to have to go down there, suck it up, and drink all their nasty-ass sour beers and tell everybody Oof. that I like it. Yeah, you're you're going to be on your own on that one. I don't know if I can support that. You know, ah, fuck, they're a local brewery, and yeah, they have other stuff. But let me tell you, when you go to Strangeways and you let uh, Selkie pick out some beers just by their names... Okay. She picks out some pretty decent shit. When you let God pick out some beers just by their names, you end up with a fucking flight of sour beers. And this flight's not like, oh, you have four or five beer samples. It's a 12-beer sample of sour fucking beers. And you're like, oh, I fucking God, dude, why did you pick these? He's like, but it said fucking sour Satan on it. I was like, yeah, it had the word sour, bud. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I just don't like sours. And I'm not saying the sours are bad. Don't don't take that way. I just don't like sours. No, my sister fucking loves them. And we'll just like, oh, I'll be like, ooh, this is even slightly sour. And she'll be like, this is great. And pound it down and then get this, like, she wants to fucking, uh, god damn, are they atomic warheads or, or whatever the fuck? Those ultra sour shit candies. Oh, she no. loves those. Yeah, you've never had the, the I, I've had, sour I've had warheads. Yeah, I've had warheads before, but, uh. I don't know. They're not that sour to me, though. So, maybe oh, there's something else. Okay. Yeah, they're super sour to me. But, yeah, th- those are the ones. Sorry, like the old ones, not the new ones. I was listening to Idiot in the Morning, and he was talking about it. He was like, oh, yeah, the they have pictures where the old uh, warheads would actually put a hole in your tongue. They would put, like, they would carve multiple layers out of your tongue and shit like that. They were so sour and so fucking crazy. And I was like... Oh shit! I'll have to find that article and link it. I yeah, like. They, I like that you call him idiot in the morning too. Hey, dude, and I love the show. I do. I do. Wrong, I love but. the friggin' show, but I love. I just he is such an idiot sometimes, and I know he does it for like. I absolutely know he plays dumb all the time because you know he's trying to keep the show going. But man, there's just some things where it's like, dude, you really don't know that. Like, how long have you been on this earth and you don't know that? Yeah, dude. It, it, it's a great show. He's an idiot, but he plays an idiot. I think he's a lot smarter, but it is what it is. 
I hope Anyways, he's a lot smarter. You know, I know he's a lot smarter because sometimes he goes off on a little bit of a tirade and then he goes, oh shit, I need to say something really fucking stupid so that I get my credibility back. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, though. No, he's having a good time. But yeah, sour beers, not for me. But, you know, Strange Ways has, you know, midget fucking wrestling. So, right? I have to support my local brewery and drink beers. I'm so mad that they're sold out tomorrow. I, dude, I, did, I didn't realize, like, when you posted that, I was like, oh, my God, there's midget wrestling? We have to go do this. Then all of a sudden, dude. it was going, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> no idea. I went to work today, and it's this dude's birthday. I don't even know his fucking name. And he was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they were, everybody's like, oh, shit, I thought your birthday was tomorrow. I'm like, no, my birthday's actually today. And they were supposed to bring him donuts. It was a joke all day that he's pissed off that no one brought him the donuts uh, back and forth. But he's just like, yeah, man, I'm so fucking excited for tomorrow. I'm, I bought fucking ringside seats for $40. So you can get the regular seats for $20 a person, or you can get ringside for $40 a person. And you get to just drink a shit ton of beer and watch midgets with attitude wrestle. Dude, and did you look at their schedule? Dude, they're they're wrestling tomorrow night. They're wrestling the night after. They're wrestling the twenty third. Then they're wrestling like December sixth. Like they are getting to it. Oh yeah, it's the big uh, it's it's MWA's comeback tour. So not NWA. It's midgets with attitude. <laughs> Don't call like, it a comeback. Fucking- I've been here for years. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, I'm fucking. I'm su- I was super excited, like, oh fuck, and then I saw sold out. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I, as soon as you posted, I was like, shit, I gotta get in there. And I started reading. I'm like, shit, these guys are really getting at it. And then you're like, oh, it's sold out. I'm like, what? And I read. I was like, oh shit, it is sold out. I was excited, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just have to play more Forja and right. go from there. They'll be back again. They will be back again. All right, well, State of Games. State of Games is where we talk about what we've been p- playing, blah, 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 yakety schmackety. What's your State of Games? Uh, let's see. I got sucked into Forza Horizons 5, but apparently I had sucked in a week too late, so I don't have the crazy stats like you do with the <laughs> 90 bajillion fucking dollars, even though you only half-assed that and didn't use all your super spins because <laughs> you didn't use your fucking point credits to buy all the stuff when you could have... Got the Jeep thing and got millions more, but not that you need it once you get about 10 million. I don't even have 10 million. I have every car that I fucking want in that game. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I've got so many cars. I'm like, I've got everything I want. That's when you're like, you didn't do it right. I'm like, I fucking got everything I want. So pretty sure I did it right. <laughs> right. And I was like, okay. I had, I think I got up to 9 million at one point. I've got six ish million still left and I've bought all the cars. That I was like, oh. These are the dream cars that I would love to have in my fucking garage. Right? But, and I don't like supercars at all. I fucking hate that the supercars in that game handle better than the most souped up fucking civics that I can make. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and dude, the those- face, your face just sits there. And I don't know if your screen froze or what, but it was just like, oh, he mentioned civics, man. Yeah, oh, dude. Like, I have civic rage. I, I fully admit I have civic rage and I'm okay with this. It is what it is. God damn it. Yeah, I like, though, that starting the game, you put the, the brand new, is it the 2021 Supra or the 2020 Supra? I think it was 2021 Supra. Yeah, Don't hold me to yeah, it, though. I, I like it. I, yeah, I like it, the it new does. Supra. It, 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 
it drives nice. And that's the thing is, I, the thing I love about uh, the Forza games, they have a great arcade feel to them. And that's what I love about the Forza games is that they don't, they don't try to like, they don't try to make it, they make them look pretty. Like, holy crap, do those games look pretty? Like, I would I would say that's probably the prettiest race car game I have played to date, and I didn't even have the thing maxed out. Like, it, it was like, oh hey, you can max your stuff out. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Let's just let's just play it so I can get some really high frame rate. I was getting 144 frames, like stupid easy. I cranked it up to extreme. I was still getting 90 plus frames, and that game looks gorgeous. Oh yeah, no argument there. It's a gorgeous looking game. What else did you see the game? Sorry, I totally stepped on you there. I apologize. No, you're good, man. Fuck, we're all playing the same fucking games at this point. Uh, I linked up with Shadow, and I played about 10 or 20 minutes of Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, what did you think of that? Before. Actually, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I did not play the immersion mode at first because I wasn't quite sure what the difference thing was between the two. But now that I know that it eliminates gear score and had to read up on it, I'm super excited to restart. Well, not even restart because I'm still in the very beginning shit. Uh, click over. And then I, I played with Shadow, who obviously is maxed out on everything in that damn game. So he was like, yeah, let's just run some missions for you. And took me everywhere, got me all to the stuff, and then said, oh, yeah, I got to go. Bye. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I'm out. So, yeah, but I have not played Diablo 2 this week at all, man. Really? <laughs> I've played Forza, and uh, I've played a little bit of Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Interesting. I kind of thought that you were going to, like, I mean, not that Diablo's a ba- Diablo 2 is a bad game by any means. I, I just haven't been digging it. I, I've been watching a lot of it on YouTube, and I just, I don't know, there's just nothing about it that's just jumping out at me. But I know that, like, you and Moonfat have been digging hardcore into it, and that's awesome. I kind of thought that you were going to jump straight down that route and be really hardcore into it. I am. I'm waiting for the patch. Um there's the big patch, and I think comes out next week. I'm still, I, I still play it. Like the week before, I played every single day for at least four to eight hours, and was like, okay, this is fucking great. Um, but yeah, this time was just this week. I don't know, just kind of got away from me a little bit, and I was like, uh, I'm really tired of running the same things over and over again. And I know that's 99 percent of the game is running the same shit. But I was just like, hey, I wasn't over the last week. I didn't find shit. No upgrades at all whatsoever. No decent fucking items to create a new character. And I was like, that's a week of doing this and I don't have shit to show for it. I'll take a little bit of a break and then they'll patch. The new patch comes out. It's a big patch with a lot of changes. And I'll probably jump right back into it and all that because forza while fun once you pointed out that i don't actually have to play that game yeah yeah it does it does <laughs> kind of like, defeat it doesn't it? it makes it really deflating it really does like so i played need for speed heat all right and need for speed heat is a great game in my opinion i love that game i bought it on pc and i bought it on ps4 um or ps5 so i can go and play within the tv in the living room so i've played that game for a really long time the thing about it was, yeah, there are quote-unquote cheats or glitches. You do certain things and you jump a certain way and you can keep getting good stars and good stars and good stars. So you keep earning money so that you can eventually just skip the grind. But I noticed that 
I was just grinding those to get enough money to take care of the cars that I wanted to because I really like buying the cars and customizing them in that game where, you know, if you put a body kit on it, it doesn't fucking wreck the car. Jeez, that's so terrible. In Forza, I don't like that. I put a body kit on it to make it look like, oh, I fucking, I like the way it looks. Oh, uh, I took like a thousand horsepower off my car by adding a body kit. And I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Nope. But that's how Forza is, and it drives. I was like, okay, so yep. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. So Need for Speed Heat, I really, really got into, and I did sit and play the glitch, the glitch, the glitch, the glitch, the glitch to get as much fucking money as possible. But I had to do the glitch myself each and every single fucking time. I'd have to run off that track, hit the ramp, bank the car, hit the thing, reverse, and pull it back so that it wouldn't fucking tag the cops. And I'd have all the stars on me, so it would just rack up more and more and more heat, and I wouldn't get busted, so I would earn more and more money and more and more rep at the end of the day to unlock everything. It was a huge pain in the ass, but I had to sit and do it. And when you showed me on Forza, I was like, oh, so I have my uh, my old mortar, right? <laughs> I was yep. like, so I, I pinned the keyboard up. I have a little bottle of Visine, and I used that on the trigger, and then I used the mortar to hold the fucking Xbox controller <laughs> against the bottle of Visine against the keyboard so that it would just hold down the trigger. I'd hit the fucking X button and crank it to 50 laps and let it run, and yeah. I got everything that way. It exactly. Was just- yeah, it is, it is pretty cheap to do it that way, but it was just like one of those, well, I kind of want to get to the cars that I want to race. And now that I've got the cars that I want to race, I'm actually racing and enjoying the game. But man, that so- uh, a grind in a racing game just seems so out of place for me. But I don't understand. I, I go back to the old racing games, and they're all grind games. Like, name a game that doesn't have... Name one of the racing games that's not a grind game to unlock the next set of things. Brad Racer. Okay, so... I mean, total <laughs> arcade. what I mean. You said name a game. You got me on that one. I'll give it to you. But, so, I mean, like, even going way back to Burnout or the original Gran Turismo and all that good stuff. You had to win those races to unlock those next cars. Yeah, but the old Gran Turismo, I, I agree. There was a grind to them, but there wasn't like Forza grind. Like, really, that that's that's a hell of a grind. Dude, the need for speed grind is just as bad. It is absolutely just as bad. Um, The... Uh, the grind in Gran Turismo is not nearly as bad, or maybe it's just not nearly as noticeable because I really Gran just like... Gran Turismo doesn't have free roam. Well, sorry, the last one I played does not have a free roam capability. It's racetrack after racetrack after racetrack Correct. after racetrack. Correct. It's all and racetrack. So, it's all racetrack right. after racetrack. Right. And so you beat the race, you unlock new car. You beat the next race, you unlock new car. Whereas... Need for Speed and Forza, and and this is new to Forza as far as I know. The last Forza I played was two or three, and that was racetrack after racetrack after racetrack. Um, But yeah, the new open world version of it, it's still you have to beat race, earn credit, 
earn reputation to unlock the next cars. It's just that open world makes it really draws it out on that grind. Yeah, but one of the also the big things I liked about Gran Turismo is that even though like there was a grind to it, it was if you wanted to enter a race, no matter which car you got, if you like had a car that matched that race, you could just go and race that race. Um, you could race a Civic and a race with supercars if you really wanted to. As long as it met whatever specs it had. Um, and that was one of the things that I really, I really dug. Like, I like Forza because you can race any car in any race, really. Like, any the, uh, there are some that you have to have specific cars for qualified, but I don't know. It was just, uh, it, like, like in the original Need for Speed Underground, where you just bounced from place to place and raced. And there, I don't remember in the original Need for Speed Underground there being any free roam. There could have been, but I do remember going and saying, hey, race here, and it just let me race that. I do enjoy that much better than having to travel all the way over here to do races. And I know that racing games, just modern racing games, have done that, but it's just such a frustrating thing. But there is a thing in Forza where you can get fast travel when you buy the one hotel or whatever, and it allows you to fast travel all over the place. Or maybe it's not the hotel. Maybe the hotel gets you a spin each day. One of them I need to do you. that, man. I need a fast travel. Yeah, if you buy one of the houses, you actually get a fast travel, which is way, way better. Yeah, Need for Speed Heat had the fast travel, which was nice. Um, not to everything, but it did that. Uh, the first Need for Speed Underground, I'm pretty sure it had a free roam. Need for Speed Underground 2 definitely had a free roam. I remember Need for Speed uh, Underground 2 having a free roam, but I, I want to say that Underground 1 had a... Maybe there was a free roam, but there was also a way that you could just automatically jump in and play a play a race. Like, you didn't have yes. to drive over to it. Yes, and I do believe Underground 2, you don't have to drive to all the races either. I think you could just jump straight to them and go from there. See, I don't, I don't remember that in Underground Two. I remember in Underground Two having to drive to wherever I was going. It was a pain in the ass. Was it that? In, I thought you could jump directly to the races. You it might was just have, a long ass loading screen. You might have been able to, but I, I, I want to say in Underground Two when I first started it, that was one of my big gripes: is that you had to, you had to travel to it. Like you had to had to drive to it. It wasn't just a bam, you're there. Like an Underground One. I, I remember that's why I didn't okay. play Underground 2 all that much. But, dude, you're talking years ago. So I could easily be very wrong on there. Uh, it's all good. I could easily be wrong as well. I thought, but, you know, again, we are also talking years. Maybe less years on my end than your end because I still have the install file for it. <laughs> and I played it a couple years back. So. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I played I say both, a couple years. I'm going to say five. I played both of those games on PlayStation on console, and those consoles have long been gone. I am playing Destiny right now with a guy whose name is Joe Biden Touches Kids. Yeah, not touching that one. Not touching that either. I just had to make a mention on that because I was like, wow, these guys are really intense right now. Yep. Anywho, it's getting interesting. So, as you can figure it out, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. Um, I have been getting deep into my raids again and enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, I've actually been getting. Uh, I got a guy from work who, Mike, he's been, uh, he actually, I blame him for me playing raids because 
he was like, yeah, I haven't ever done a raid. And I'm like, how long have you been playing? I look at he's like, you know, the, the highest level you can get is 1330. And he's like been running 1322. I'm like, how the hell did you get to 1320s and never raid? It's like, ah, I just, just never got around to it. I'm like, dude, you've got a raid. Like, that's that's the funnest part of the whole game is raiding. Like, you've got a raid. <laughs> and he's, uh, so I literally jumped in and started raiding simply because he wasn't raiding. And I'm like, all right, well, I got to get you to raid. And now that just, you know, kicked right into me now raiding two to three times a week again. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, okay, he's not raiding, not raiding. Oh, God, he wants everybody in the Discord to get up to a good light level so that we can all raid. And I was like, ah, fuck. He's back into raiding. Yep. That's exactly what happened. I'm right back into raiding. Which, uh, dude, like, I'm dead serious. I took a bit of a hiatus from this game. I'm jumping back in and I'm taking a look at like what you actually have to do for some of these raids. The mechanics have gotten intense. Like super intense. Um the I last wish surprised. raid has got uh I think six encounters, four boss fights, and one of them is a multi-level gargantuan boss fight. I'm like, holy hell. Like, it's intense. I mean, they were bound to have to do something. Look at World of Warcraft, right? And their raids, and their they the raids weren't complicated enough, so they did those elite dungeons and all of that, and added more and more mechanics, and that kept the player base hooked. So I'm not surprised that Destiny, hey, instead of everybody jumps on this one platform, because when I was raiding with you, we all jumped on one platform, we shot the boss at a certain thing, and then we all jumped to the other platform, except for one player would go off and do something, and then we would just, and that was the tactic, and I was like, um, yeah, that's that's not hard mechanics. What was that crazy boss that you just had to put that one focus The Leviathan. On? You're yeah. talking about Callus and the Leviathan. Yeah, I mean, we just jumped from platform to platform in the early game, and one person would branch off and do something, but they were the warlock or some shit like that because they had an ability. Yeah, yeah, the Leviathan raid, that was uh, that was a fun raid. Fighting Kallus was fun, but it wasn't exactly all that complicated. The new Vault of Glass raid, which is, I say new, it's actually an old raid. It's from Destiny 1. It's the first raid from Destiny 1, actually. But they made some changes in the mechanics that actually make it Really stupid fun. Like, like insanely stupid fun. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'm glad about that. I, I picked up the Vex Mythic class, which I'm surprised. Because that's like, you know, the gun. You have like a 1% drop rate on it. So I picked that up. And I'm pretty stoked about that. I haven't started using it, unfortunately. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. Um, actually, I've also been playing a lot of Graveyard Keeper because, god damn it, that game is fun. Yes, it is, dude. My that god. game is one of those, you leave it for a couple months, it gets an update, you go back to it, and you're like, oh yeah, and then you get lost in the mundane. Yes. Like, fuck, I need more bodies, I'm harvesting this shit, fuck, I gotta get these graves all up, this is a pain in the ass, and then next thing you know, you've spent an entire three weeks going... My graveyard only went up six points, but my church has a lot more to it. Uh, yeah. Dude. I have nothing else to show for myself. I've got Graveyard Keeper and all of the expansions on Switch and on PC, and I've been playing Switch going, man, I thought I was so much farther in this. And I'm getting all pissed at myself because I thought I was so much farther in it. Then I jump on, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. 
I've got it installed on my PC. Fired up. Oh, that's where my graveyard is at 150 versus my 33 on the Switch. I'm like, God damn it. Yep, no cross-platform saves. No, no, that game needs it, though. Uh, what else have I been playing? I played some Breakpoint, which was fun. Uh, I enjoyed the intro to that. And man, that game is pretty as well. I got to admit, that game is pretty. I picked up the season pass actually today for it. So I'm kind of excited about jumping into that and playing a bit. Uh, See, I was going to do that. I was going to buy the deluxe edition because I was like, sweet, Shadow's going to play some games with me again. And then I was like, all right. And we played for 20 minutes before you quit. And I was like, you son of a bitch. And I'm so glad I didn't buy the Elite Edition for $120. Well, I'll say it's all on, it's all on uh, sale right now. But give him some time. He's, uh, he's readjusting. Oh, fuck, it's on sale? It's on sale right on now. Si- Black Friday, Dude, man. It was- it's all on sale. I just picked up the mm. season pass for like 14 bucks. The motherfucker, dude. I just bought that game at full price. Oh! Full MSRP the oh! other day. Oh, why before you do that? Because he was like, hey, I can play today. Or do you have the game? And I was like, dude, I'm buying it and installing it right now. And he's like, sweet. I'm like, fuck me, dude. I missed it by like a day. Oof. That's a hard, that, that's a hard hit right there. That is a hard pill to swallow. I'm not going to lie. That's why I wasn't going to buy that. Oh, that deluxe edition is $120. Like, no, I'll buy the basic one and go from there. Well, I'm glad I I'm glad I waved you off from buying a bunch of Destiny de- content because I just I didn't think you would play it. And you you haven't really jumped in. So I'm, I'm glad that you didn't because I would have felt really bad well, if you went and bought a bunch and then you started playing or then you just you didn't start playing at all. Well, see, the thing was, you were like, hey, yeah, we're going to do this Destiny 2 thing, but it's going to take you guys weeks to get to the light level. And I went, dude, I don't have weeks to be playing to get into raids. I have a couple days. I don't mind spending a week getting myself up to the proper light level and then jumping on some raids the next week. That would be fun. But I don't have a month to set aside, especially, I mean, fuck, dude. Next week's already Thanksgiving. Like, I'm going to this year's over. Right? Holy fuck, dude. So this year's ending. Then we got Christmas right around the damn corner. I was like, oh, okay. I, I don't have time to be pumping into all these damn raids. Or, or not even pumping into the raids to get my gear score up. I, I just can't do it. I want to. I just can't. No, I hear you, man. And uh, I, I've just been grinding away. Just trying to uh, trying to get my way up there. But I totally, I totally understand. Um, actually, that's why when, uh, cause Moonfat, <laughs> Moonfat, I, man, I, I love that man, but he is getting, he got so butt hurt over his own mistake. <laughs> and it was, I feel bad, but it literally said right at the beginning that everything was temporary. He's like, I threw everything into my helmet. I'm like, dude, why would you do that? <laughs> See, I didn't know what he was talking about. I, I had missed that part, but I know he got very upset. Like, he had raised his light level to a great spot, and then all of a sudden, it just took it all away from him, and he was very upset. And I was like, did he delete it? No. So, he, he got his, he's got his light level up to 1290, which is, is above, above soft cap. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty decent light level. It's where you start working on, uh, it's where you're working on, like, the, the, the powerful gear stuff now instead of just going straight anything. Um, and he got his, he got himself up to 1290. And then during the festival of the lost, he had kicked himself out. He had, uh, he had put everything he had into his helmet. 
So he took every one of his helmets and he dumped it into um, he dumped it into his mask helmet, the temporary one. Well, then when the Festival of the Light ended, or the Festival of the Lost ended, well, it took that that mask so that people don't wear the masks all the time. It took the mask and it reduced it to zero, so basically just nullified it. Well, that was the only one he had because he hadn't been saving anything. So because that was the only one he had, it literally made effectively made his helmet zero. So it took his light level from 1290 oh. down to like 1180 or something like that because it literally was averaging everything together. So he, you know, I, I can absolutely understand why he was butthurt about it. But it was one of those, dude, it even said, this is temporary. Don't do this. Yeah, that damn, that sucks. I could be, I could see being super upset, especially if I wasn't paying attention and be like, I just did all that for what? (laughs) Exactly. And that's the thing is that you just, he just wasn't paying attention to what was going on. And then all of a sudden it, it reset. It was like, oh, so I felt super bad and I offered, I'm like, dude, do you want me to just run it? I will run it for you. I will run your account and get you back up to wherever you left off. I know it took me, you know, took me about an hour, but I got him up there. And then I was like, well, you know, while I'm here, I might as well just like run everything else. And so that's what I did is I just ran everything else for him and got him up to, uh, I think he was at his light level was 1290 when he was, when he stopped. I think I left him at like 1293 or 1295 or something like that. You know, I just, I just worked out the rest of the night. It wasn't like, I didn't like jump him a whole ton, but I just worked out the rest of the morning. Um, I just got him up there and it. He was like, "Yeah, now he's now he's playing again, so he's all. I think he's all happy. But hopefully, That's we're going to run thing. a raid tomorrow and get this stuff done. Because, dude, the raids just—they're so much fun. And I am absolutely sure they are. And I think that it would be a great fucking game. But I am so far behind in weeks of grinding; it's just not in the cards for me, dude. And that's the thing—is that like Destiny Two for for veteran players has gotten so much better, but for new players." It is such a pain in the ass. Like, it is so daunting. The amount of stuff that you got to catch up on, it's just, it's painful how daunting it is. Yeah, that, that's going to be the rough spot. But, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's better than New Worlds. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So, that was one of the topics we had tonight was New Worlds. Um and if you haven't heard of New Worlds, New Worlds was the the new MMO released by Amazon Studios. I forget, is, is it Amazon, Amazon Studios? What do they call themselves? I don't remember what they call themselves. Amazon bought a gaming studio. Yeah. So a- Amazon's got their own gaming studio, and they released this new MMO, which is New Worlds. And they made a lot of promises with this game. Um, and, that's, and, and I'm not saying that they didn't deliver on some of the promises, but... Holy hell. Everybody I've talked to who've played the game, Otak, um, hell, even I think uh, Ko or Azure or whatever was was talking about over in, in God's Discord about how grindy it is. And like every article you read is how grindy it is. And uh, I think they were, would they, they topped out at like, was it 700,000 players? 900,000 players? 900,000 players. 900,000 players. And then all of a sudden, it took a nosedive. Like, their player base dropped. Like, it was it was going well. 
and it was going way well. I think even Co had like he was he was leading a hundred and fifty person clan. Like it, like times were good, and then the honeymoon period ended, and it dropped very quickly. Now. I'm okay with a grind, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are, that are okay with a grind, but holy hell, with, like, literally everybody's top complaint is a grind? They said it's unachievable for new players. If you didn't play the game from the start, you will never catch up at all. Wow. There's no catching up. And I was like, well, that seems kind of fucked up. You can get, you can level all the way up and you can get to the end game. Now, disclaimer here, I have not played it. I have only read about it. Yeah, total disclaimer. I haven't played it either. Yeah, so I haven't played it. I have only read about it. But it was, one, there is no end game content. And when we talk about RNG, normally there's set up loot tables. But from everything I read... There are no loot tables. Every monster, including the endgame bosses, can drop the lowest level all the way to the highest level, and it's the same drop rate as it is for the level one fucking things that you're killing. So the RNG was ultra nightmarish, um, and they needed to fix loot tables across the board. So it wasn't friendly to new people. You weren't going to catch up. And two, the endgame was the worst RNG endgame that... And, and quote unquote from a lot of articles, literally the worst RNG ever created in a video game. But they went from nine hundred thousand players to a hundred and sixty thousand players in three months. Oof, that's a hell of a drop. Like I was, I had high hopes for New Worlds. I really, I wanted New Worlds to be fantastic. Um, only. Mostly because of selfish reasons, I wanted another MMO, and what I was reading about New Worlds made me feel a lot like. Um, do you remember the game Star Wars Galaxies? Yes, everybody remembers that game that they butchered and then remade. Yeah, so Star Wars Galaxies pre combat upgrades before they tried to make it all Twitch based. I loved it. Like that was my bread and butter. I spent so much time in that game. I spent too much time in the game. I probably spent, and and this is. This is saying something that I, I probably spent more time in Star Wars Galaxies than I have in Destiny as a whole, and I've spent a lot of time in Destiny. I've spent more time in Diablo two than any other game, including RimWorld, that I have like sixteen hundred hours in. Right, and, and it's just one of those. Well, you like, know what? Elite Dangerous. I've spent almost a thousand hours in Elite Dangerous. Oh, dude! I, I wish like we were talking. A thousand hours. Like I've I've spent a stupid amount of time in Star Wars Galaxies, and I'm not talking about bot time where I just let stuff go out there and mine for me. I'm talking actual keyboard and mouse time. I've spent easily five thousand hours in Star Wars Galaxies. I loved that game, and I loved everything about it because you could you could literally be anything that you wanted, however you wanted to be, and it was just stupid amount of fun. And then, as I said, I've played, I mean, I probably got about 3,000 hours in Destiny. Which, I mean, for some people, that's not that much. For me, that's a lot of friggin' time. I mean, I actually was able to go get my Masters and shit, so it's not like I sit here on my thumbs. Yeah, true story, man. And uh, you got your degree, you should come work with me. (laughs) Well, I I got another company that I'm going to start working for here shortly, so I'm going to see how that works out before I go anywhere else. 
But uh, yeah, I was really hopeful for New Worlds, and man, they just they drop so hard. But my question, and and I'm looking for your opinion on this. Do you think that they can turn it around? Do you think they can actually make improvements enough to turn this thing around, or you think no, nah, that that's it, dead game time? No, I absolutely, I absolutely think because I don't know. Is it a monthly fee? I don't remember. I didn't see if it was monthly fee or not. If it's not a monthly fee, then they can absolutely turn the game around. If it is a monthly fee, they're going to have to launch an expansion that's going to do massive quality of life improvements and add a whole bunch of new content you know, to the end game that people would like, and they could turn it around from there. But if it's... I don't remember if it's monthly. I didn't play the game. I, I looked at it and I was like, ooh. But when we looked at it, remember Vintage was trying to play it and he had all those issues with it fucking fucking up his GeForce experience, yeah. RTX. And yeah, and it was crashing and destroying video cards and there was rumors it was only these drivers and then it turned out it was AMD and NVIDIA cards were doing it and it wasn't just a driver package. It was... Blah, 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 blah. I don't know what the end result of all that shit was, but it was killing graphics cards, so I stayed away from it because I can't afford to buy a new graphics card in this market, man. Dude, not, like, not about can't afford. I can't find one. Oh, dude, we found – we went to a micro center. They were right there. They were right there in the yeah, shelves for $2,000. And, and that's excessive. Two grand for a friggin' video card. That's MSRP for 1100 I mean, oh yeah, dude. And we, I was like, uh, these only MSRP for twelve hundred. Why are you guys doing the markup to like? They were a little over two grand. It was like two thousand ninety-eight dollars or whatever. Some yeah, shit. And, they and like, their excuse oh, was, because- oh, this is MSRP. No, that's not MSRP. Like manufacturer like, oh, well, suggested retail price. Come on, guy. Right. Find a cheaper one somewhere. Be like, fuck you guys, dude. Yeah. Eat my okay. ass. No. $1,100, I would have bought it on the spot. I would have fucking... Oh, dude. I, I would, would charge it to the credit card. 100%, 100%. Like, I actually jumped in on a Newegg. Um, there was a Newegg What's-His-Face. I forget what it was called. Uh, the, the rallies. Yeah, the yeah. The, the, the quick draw. The, the whatever draw thing that they had. I signed up for it, and it was like... It was 1300 bucks, and I was like, you know what? I'll still pay that. I will pay 1300 bucks. But... Uh, it's a 3080 Ti, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, where the, wait, wait, where the fuck did you see a a thirty eighty Ti for thirteen hundred bucks? It was, it was on Newegg. It was that thing. This the the thing link, link I posted. Fuck, dude. You know, I probably looked at it and went, "Oh no, I gotta buy Christmas presents." But fuck these kids, dude. Exactly. God damn it. These kids. No, no, these, no. These kids these, don't need these extra kids stuff. Don't want anything. No, they don't want anything. So I think we've gotten to the point where. One, they can't get the electronics that they want. End of story. They know that, right? <laughs> Shit, I can't get the electronics that I want. So it was like, okay, let's find other things. What do you want? And the kids are like, I don't really want anything. I got a car. We have computers. We have PlayStation 5. Uh, can I get books and puzzles? And that's what both of them want. I was like, I don't have to get big gifts this year. I should have just bought that fucking card. <laughs> yeah, I should have just got the video card. Like That's just where it should have been. No, this year, like, I've been, uh, I've been debating on what I'm going to get for bot. And I think I know what I'm going to get her. I've, I've got a, I've got a good idea in my head what I'm getting her. But, uh, you know, it's just like, and this, this year just really sucked in general because everybody's just so stuck indoors and just, 
That was last year. We were all stuck super indoors last year. This year, we've got our vaccinations. Well, we have our vaccinations. And we've been going out. And, like, yeah, because, you know, we're picking up the boosters. We're doing all that shit. Let's go have some fucking fun. And, yeah, everything just kind of fucking sucks now. Because we're still dealing with the supply chain problems. Yep. And everybody seems to... You go to a restaurant... And everything is half-assed now because they're so used to just the fucking takeout orders where they're just slapping shit together and throwing them out to the Uber Eats drivers and shit that you're like, hey, I'm sitting down at your restaurant and there's like five other people. We can't get a fucking waitress to wait on us half decently no matter where we fucking go. And it's not like the place is totally full either. They have two people fucking running tables when there's, you know, 15 tables that are full. I'm like, wait a minute. We used to come here all the time. This is like 45 fucking table restaurant. And we used to get great service. Everybody's half-assing everything now. Right? It's just, it's it's a shame. It's really disappointing. Um, That actually reminded me because what made, what, when you said that, it made me think of the great resignation that uh, has been kicking everywhere. But uh, I got, did I tell you about how I got my brother? Like hardcore got my brother? No. Oh boy. So, my brother texted me the other day and he's like, uh, he's like, Hey, I need a, I need a quote on a, and he started listing off a bunch of stuff. You know, he wanted two tanks, uh, dug out some and, and placed in cause he deals in, in propane and stuff, uh, propane and propane accessories. So he was like, you know, he gives me this whole list of things. So me, of course, I knew he, he texted the wrong person, knew it right off the bat. But what do I do? Do I tell him, Hey dude, you texted the wrong person. Nope. I reach out and I'm like, hey, dude, so it's going to, dude, I'm just letting you know, it's going to be like, it's going to be 30 to 35 range. And I said, no, nah, it's going to take me about six weeks. I got to get a hold of a backhoe, but I can't get a hold of them because you just physically cannot get a hold of any equipment right now. And I like literally, I laid it on thick. I'm like, yeah, man, the damn great resignation is really making it hard to get a hold of machinery. So, of course, my brother now going, holy shit. So he's like, Dude, you're talking thirty to thirty-five hundred, not thousand, right? So I'm like, no, man, dude, double the double the tanks, double the zeros, man. There's we got a lot of stuff going on here. He's now freaking out because he's like, how the hell am I supposed to bid this? So he's like, dude, can I source the backhoe here? Like, what can we do to drop this price? And like, like he's literally he's going. I can I can hear. From like I'm in Virginia, he's in Maryland. I can hear the sweat coming off of him. And finally, I'm like, bro, check the number. Dude, he calls me up. I am cackling, laughing. And he's like, dude, you got me. He's like, you got me hard. It's like I was sitting here figuring out how the hell I was going to bid this project, like with $35,000 to bury these tanks and six weeks out. I'm like, dude, I was like, dude. I was I was gonna let you know right off the bat, but I couldn't. I was like, no, I gotta be this guy. I was cackling. That's good, dude. That's good. Yeah, I, I I'm having a, a rough time with the the quote unquote great recession, but that's more reserved for political chat, so Well I'd actually what it is. I would actually love to hear your opinion on that in political chat because uh it, it's definitely an interesting topic. It's pretty straightforward. It's not... There's two sides to it, of course, because there's not actual jobs out there. 
the jobs aren't they don't actually exist for one and two yeah people don't actually also want to work these horribly shitty jobs anymore so they're not fast food is hurting oh yeah as i said i I would love to hear i would love to discuss this out in political chat because i've got so much to talk about it and 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 both positive and negatives like you know me i play devil's advocate on everything i can see the i can see I see both sides of the story typically, and I usually argue whichever one the other person isn't arguing. Yeah, no, this one, the two sides of the coin, and I'm just going, okay, well, trying to look at it myself, it it would be interesting. It would be a good discussion, at least. Oh, yeah. Man, speaking of good discussion, afterlife. Okay, dude. The, like I am so stoked about seeing this movie, and I am I am like a hundred percent all the way. I'm going to see it, and I, I I've been ignoring every review on it, other than I read a couple of articles, and people are really hammering on it about not uh, about them relying too much on nostalgia, about how they how the movie, and I'm trying I'm paraphrasing here, but how the movie felt like the first movie too much. Have you have you seen anything um, like that? I, I'm I'm fucking sorry. The first movie was amazing, right? Second movie. So a lot of people are like, ah, Ghostbusters too. I liked the second movie too. I loved it. It was absolutely not as good as the first movie, and I understand where people are like, this is not nearly as good. But I, yeah, I, again, I loved Ghostbusters too, and we're like, okay, but. I've only seen the trailer, and I did watch the extended trailer, um, and I've not read a single review at all. I have heard from, I got a buddy that writes movie reviews, not professionally, like semi-pro type stuff, and he's got some crazy AMC movie pass thing where he gets to see the movies a week or two in advance, and... He's like, I'm not going to ruin anything for you guys, but this shit is fucking phenomenal. You immediately need to see this. And if it wasn't a theater-only launch, I would have already goddamn watched it. So, so dude, I'm, I'm so excited about seeing this movie. But every critic review I've read on it is just hammering on it about it relying too much on nostalgia. And the thing that pissed me off, and this, like, it irked me hardcore. The thing that pissed me off is that when Star Wars The Force Awakened came out, what was one of the big things that they said was such a great thing about it? Do you remember? Uh, I fucking hated that movie because it's a reboot of the fourth movie. That's and that's exactly what they said. Was well, it's not actually a reboot, but it's literally it has so it felt so much like the fourth movie or the first movie that came out that they were like, "Oh, this is amazing." And the thing that pisses me off so much is that Star Wars gets a buy because it felt so much like the like the first movie, but. Ghostbusters doesn't get the same like respect. Like, how the hell does dude, that work out? Fuck all that, dude. I, so, because you said something, I had to look at Rotten Tomatoes. It's sixty-one percent with official critic reviews. It's ninety-five percent with the audience school with five hundred plus verified ratings. Which is exactly what I, I expected. Movies, I expected yeah, the audience to be like, "This is amazing." Right, the people who are going to watch the fucking movie think it's amazing, so that's what makes me happy. But that's the thing that just that like really crushed me. It's like one of those. Why are they? Why are people saying that this has got this is relying too much on nostalgia? But 
Star Wars didn't. Like, literally, the whole Force Awakens movie is a retelling of Star Wars A New Hope. Like, it is literally Dude, Star Wars A New Hope. I, f- I got drunk and fell asleep in the theater watching that movie. <laughs> Woke up, like, 20 minutes after, and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, this is where this part's going to come in. Yep, uh, nope, that's exactly, it was, it's a fucking shot, it's not a shot for shot remake, but it it's A New Hope all over again. Yeah, and, and like, I, I am not upset, like, I am totally, 100% not upset that it was a remake of A New Hope. Totally really, not. I was very upset and super disappointed. I, I'm not. I really, I, I felt good about it. It felt good on the nostalgia factor. I, it, it felt good. I was okay with it. The thing that really bugged but me. But it wasn't, it, it wasn't the seventh movie. Well, I mean, it was, but it wasn't the seventh movie that yeah. everybody was hoping for, I guess. Like, I, right. I, I don't, I don't know what so, I wanted. So much canon. So much canon to go off. Oh, of. oh, I know. Tons and tons and tons. And they have, dude, fucking seven, eight, nine are already fucking written all the way to goddamn movie number thirty. They could have just gone off of the book canon oh, that yeah. they've allowed everybody to fucking do, and they could have had fucking masterpiece movies. But rebooting a new hope for the seventh installment and making it officially the seventh, I understand the cool. Let's do the Han movie. Let's do. Whatever the fuck, yeah, the Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One, and isn't there a third? Uh, there's a Boba Fett movie coming out now, or, or that, series. That's a series, or, yeah. Not Mandalorian. The book not of Boba Mandalorian, Fett, but something. The else. book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. That shit looks awesome, and all of that. And they could have done a retelling of A New Hope. Just don't make it the official fucking episode seven, because we're like, yes, we're so excited. Oh, this is the same fucking movie. Uh, but I mean, okay, we we can disagree on on liking and uh, what's his face, and that's fine. But my big question is, why the hell does why does uh, Star Wars get a buy on it, and Ghostbusters doesn't? Because Ghostbusters had that really awful remake in 2016, 2017. Oh god, oh god, D- like we don't talk about that. That's that was terrible. So. Sober Damoc rewatched it going, you know what? Maybe I jumped on the bandwagon too hard and that movie wasn't as misogynistic and horrible. And then I went, oh, wow, that was the worst fucking movie I have ever seen. And the everyone involved should absolutely be fucking ashamed of themselves. Like, like I don't know. Like it, it, that was one thing that bugged me about that remake was just how. I mean, like when I when when they when I first watched it and I started seeing how every male character in it was just shit on. I was like, all right, well, it's the female version of this movie. I I, I guess that's okay. And then I'm sitting there like I really started to think about it, and I mean, I really sat down and started to think about it. And I'm going. All right. Were they like let, let's reverse this a bit. Were they this shitty to women in the first movie or the second no, movie? No. No. I had to go back and watch and be like, "Damn, dude, did they really fucking misogynize the fuck out of this goddamn thing and make it so, you know, women were just dumb fucking bitches?" And I was like, "Wait a minute. 
I would okay. So there's the scene, but I mean, she's possessed by the demon. That's not her fucking fault. And they don't treat her like shit. Yeah, he treats her like, oh my god, I want to hook up with you the whole fucking time. But but that's that's Peter Venkman. Yeah, not in a, right. That's that's his character. He's that kind of guy. But he wasn't over the line in any fucking way, shape, or form. No, he wasn't creepy. Like there there were some scenes where those chicks were just creepy. Like when they were when, when what was it? Um, Chris Hemsworth was their secretary, and like they're literally drooling over him. It's like, like I, this is like this was getting really weird, right? Because the other members of the fucking Ghostbusters team didn't just drool over her or anything like that. They were more interested in the science across the board, but. The the remake version, everybody's like, oh my god, we have to just go all balls out. And I was like, yeah, this is actually really fucking awful. Yeah. like and the jokes were bad. Like, it started off, and, and the thing, like, this is how it went down. So, I watched it. Do you remember that original guy who, like, first saw the ghosts in the house? And they're interviewing afterwards, and they're like, yeah, you, you shit your pants. He's like, I didn't shit my pants. And they're like, no, you did. You actually had to change your pants. There was a big stain in the back. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right there's a joke there. Like, hey, you shit your pants. And then there's dragging that joke out. I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll let you go. But then, every, like, literally, you look at every male character in that movie. Every single male character. No, okay. First off, I want I before anybody starts crucifying me like, "Oh my god, you're just a typical man." Look, I am actually I I classify myself as a feminist, but I classify myself as a like the the true version of a feminist, meaning equality. I want equality between, not just, "Oh, one's better than the other," because I truly think that anything I can do, anybody else can do. And they should deservingly get either recognition or payment or whatever. For whatever that is, that's where my point is. I think I think there should be equality. Now, there's no argument there, man. Like, I don't think anybody can truly be accusing you, or and maybe me a little bit more. But yeah, I'm all for equality across the board. However, I'm trying to push a little bit of more men's rights to certain things, especially when it comes to having children and taking paternity leave across the fucking boards. So, like, yeah. we need to have equality, and we do not have equality. I, but yes, I, 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 I got you. I 100% agree, they're, they're, and that's a completely different discussion. But before people start ripping on me, I fully believe that. In this movie, though, in that movie, the Ghostbusters remake, every male character was either shown as incompetent, um just a plain out idiot or incapable of maintaining themselves next to these ghostbusters and it was like like okay like take take a look the first guy shit his pants okay chris hemsworth their secretary a complete and utter ditz putting the phone in the fish tank okay then you get to the mayor the mayor is so incompetent like, it almost, you, you look at that guy and go, how the hell did you make it to office? And I know that there are some politicians you look at and go, how the hell did you make it to office? No, you look at this guy in this movie and you're like, how the hell do you tie your shoes in the morning, let alone get to office? I came here to lead, not to read. <laughs> I was elected to lead. <laughs> 
I just, but like every every male character in that movie was just shit on, and it was just one of those, like, I don't know. As a female, if I was watching that movie, I would not feel empowered watching that movie. I would feel downright ashamed that that movie was made because that doesn't make that doesn't make those females strong characters because that just making every other character around them completely idiotic does not make them strong characters. And that was the thing about the first movie, the first Ghostbusters, Janine, okay, the secretary. She was not incompetent no. by any fucking means. No. She was great. And she talked like like literally if if Peter gave something to her like she he was giving her gruff, she gave it right back. Like she had a backbone, she had a spine. She was just doing a job. It, and I love that shit. Because of Ghostbusters, what do you yeah, want? Ghostbusters, what do you want? And just like she had that that New York attitude, that New York fire inside where you look at her and you're like yeah you know what it's a shitty job but she's doing it and she's she's rocking it now granted it was back in the 80s and and fully admit views on women and male roles in the 80s were a bit more misogynistic and i'll i'll 100 agree with you there i'm not i'm not fighting that but like, but the movie wasn't. It didn't go out of its way to be that way. No, it didn't. So I am fucking excited for Afterlife because hundred percent, it's going to be. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if it relies on so much nostalgia from the first Ghostbusters movie. I'm all fucking for it, dude. I I'm excited. I was hoping it was going to be on HBO Max or Disney Plus or some shit because I know it's a Sony movie, so it won't go to HBO, but it will go to. Potentially Disney Plus because Disney partner, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's coming out to streaming services per, for purchase pretty soon. And I th- I'm going to watch it at home. I just wish – I know that they want the revenue from the theaters. I understand you want the box office revenue. That makes sense to me. Go for it. I hope that it does really well so that we can launch it on a streaming platform. Um, but damn, I watch all the movies at home, man. Fuck, they closed the 21 and over section seating. You can still go and sit in the, the recliners, but you can't sit and get drinks at the fucking theater here now. That sucks. I'm like, God damn it. Right? And I was like, I would fucking go if I could just have a, order a couple drinks, order some fucking nachos, sit back and watch the movie. Yeah. Oh, 100% agree. But I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I, I'm, honestly, I'm super pissed at the critics, but I always am. And, and why, Star Wars would get a buy on nostalgia and and Ghostbusters doesn't like re- like somebody said I, I I had I heard something actually it was on Idiot in the Morning somebody had said that it relies too much on nostalgia it's not a it's not a standalone movie and I'm thinking to myself bullshit that's from the trailer alone I can tell you that is bullshit it's going to rely on nostalgia absolutely you knew that from the trailer you knew that from the fucking trailer it's going to have nostalgia however it's still going to be its own goddamn storyline 100% and and I'm super excited to to watch it because I like I'm I want to I I have so lusted you know I love Ghostbusters too and um I mean, go, the Ghostbusters game that came out on PC, the Ghostbusters 2 game that came out on PC really cemented it for me, but that was forever ago. But 
And I understand that Ghostbusters 2 was not nearly as good as Ghostbusters 1. In fact, I would go as far as to say the original Ghostbusters was a fluke. Like, seriously, I don't know how the hell they made that movie and it just did so well, but it did. And it's a classic, but it was a downright fluke because I, they have not been able to reproduce that formula since. Knowing that, I have mediocre hopes going into Afterlife with the expectation that my hopes are going to be just blown out of the water and I'm going to love it. I mean, just, just okay, look, I'm going I'm I'm to be straight with you here, man. I love Paul Rudd. Like, I fucking love that man. I, I just, I just the, the way he, the way he ad libs shit, the way he just, the way he brings a presence on screen. Hell, even when he brought his shit to Hot Ones, you remember, um, you remember his, his one on Hot Ones. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I can agree. I love Paul Rudd. That man's a great man. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited, and that they're going with the storyline that Egon had kids. And now they're like fucking estranged, moving out to this in the middle of nowhere. And that is not in a fucking city. That is out in the middle of nowhere. God damn, that gives you so much fucking like story to work with right there. I'm just so excited. And they hit it, right? Yes. So it was like, oh, they found fucking Ecto-1. The kids found the Ecto-1 and they're finding these articles and they're they're looking on YouTube and finding the old Ghostbusters original yes! commercial from the 80s and they're like, our dads did what? Or my dad did what? And going, yeah. Because it was like, oh yeah, I'm, I want to know what happened to close the Ghostbusters as well. Yes. Like what stopped because, it? Fuck. Well, you got. I guess they conquered everything. You, you got to figure. Well, like at the end of Ghostbusters one, they were putting away all the ghosts. So you got to figure that they did some sort of like, oh man, we caught them all type of thing. Like we got them all. They did a Pokemon. We caught them all. Yeah, uh, and, and so I'm thinking like, okay, or they just they did it and then I don't know did people just stop believing in it or what the fuck happened here and there or did people just like the creepy shit because you know haunted shit sells now and did it go that route I'm so fucking curious I want to watch the movie so bad I just I refuse to go to movie theaters just yet I'm super excited I I really want to see it I'm I'm desperate to see it and I know I'm going to see it in fact I was talking to the kid uh I think we're going to see Eternals tomorrow after axe throwing. Uh, so I might try to sneak out because I know it's out. I know Ghostbusters came out, what, today? Yesterday? When, when did it? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. It officially. So it was really weird. The way that they worded it said that its official launch in theaters was Thursday and the theater exclusive was Thursday. So I'm wondering if it's on a digital platform. I had a long-ass day of work. I haven't even had a chance to sit down and do anything yet. So I need to look it up. Maybe I can buy it on Google Play because I did say Google Play was going to have it. Well, dude, if, if Google Play has it and you're going to watch it, dude, let me know because I will, I will spend some time and watch that. Because I am super I'm, – I'm just – I'm a Ghostbusters nerd. Like there are several things I'm a nerd about. Ghostbusters is one. Um Highlander is another. Holy shit sticks. Um, did, did you see the article about uh, Harvey? What the fuck's his name? It's Superman. Man of Steel. What the hell's his name? Cavell? Carvel? Okay. I, huh? I can never remember his name. Who the hell's the Witcher? What's his name? Oh. 
I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. He's going to play the Highlander in a reboot. I am such an effing Highlander okay nerd. I know you are, and like the movies to me were like, eh, but I could see where they'd be really good as a reboot now. Okay, okay. So hold on. Let's 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 get this a hundred percent straight. There's a Highlander movie. That's all we talk about. Highl- okay. Highlander okay. two was like- does not exist. Highlander three, I might be able to give you. Everything after that, which was literally a derivative of the Highlander television show, does not exist. Okay, because I was going to say, like, uh, yeah. But uh, no, I, I feel that way about a couple things. It just, it just like, okay. In, in the original Highlander, like, you saw the Highlander, right? You may not remember, but you saw it. Yeah, no, I, I do remember the original. I'm just, I don't, I'm fuzzy on the details, okay. but yeah, it's so, good. It's, it was good and enjoyable, and I liked that. So, okay, so for anybody listening who's like, crap, I remember the Highlander. Okay, here's a quick synapse of it. Connor McCloud jo- goes to New York because the quickening is happening, meets the Kurgan, kills the Kurgan because the Kurgan killed everybody else, and he and Connor killed everybody else, and now Connor got the prize because he's the last one alive. Because Connor got the prize. Now, the, now, here's the quick, here's like the weird thing. The prize has been labeled as a bunch of different things. The prize was like, you have infinite knowledge. You can read people's minds and touch everybody. Like fucking Professor Xavier. Also, the prize has been described as you get to be mortal and you have broken the chains of immortality and you can die like a normal human. So when Highlander 2 came out, that was the prize is that Connor got to grow old and die as a human. Well, then you find out that they're fucking aliens or some shit like that. And because another alien showed up, Connor McLeod turns young again. And now he's fighting everybody as immortals, blah, blah, blah. That's why we don't talk about Highlander 2. Not to mention that friggin' they brought Ramirez back and Ramirez got killed by the Kurgan and it totally just destroyed his sacrifice in the second movie. But then you go on to the third one with the illusionist and it was an immortal trapped underground forever and then came out and fought Connor. That one I'll kind of give you because it was in the same realm. You could say it happened before he fought the Kurgan, but it was still bullshit. Then you get into Endgame. Endgame completely rewrote Highlander, where Duncan McCloud ends up killing Connor McCloud because Duncan had to kill this other guy who was killing all the other immortals and gaining all this power. And the only way that either Duncan or Connor could kill him was if they took each other's power. So Connor sacrificed himself, which means the original Highlander movie is completely moot and does not exist. Then you go into the Highlander, the source, and that was just a fucking dumpster fire. Like, you find out that the whole, like, it it eliminates Highlander 1 and 2, and it turns, like, it into, there's this weird source of immortality that they're going to find. It was a dumpster fire. It just, don't ever watch it. I probably won't, yeah. but I will probably watch the new reboot. Dude, I will watch the reboot, and if they continue it by being good with the reboot, I'm all over it. Even if they just make it like a one-and-done reboot, where it's like it's literally 
a reboot of the original Highlander and he gets the prize at the end and that's just a one and done. They don't do anything else. I would even be okay with that. I mean, I'm interested. I'll watch it, especially if it's the uh, the dude playing Garrett and or Geralt of Rivia. And we'll go from there. Right. But yeah. Right. I, uh, I, I was trying to find if Afterlife is streaming and of course I unfortunately caught a little bit of one review, oh, no. but the review is literally just one sentence, and it says Ghostbusters Afterlife crosses the streams between franchise revival and exercise and nostalgia, and this time around, the Bustin mostly feels good. Nice! I love that. I'm okay with this. Yeah, I got... Now I'm super fucking pumped, dude. I might have to go and fucking figure out theaters. Yeah, I gotta watch that movie. That movie, I like... I've been I've been so jonesing for a good Ghostbuster. It's about as much as I've been jonesing for a good Metroid. And Metroid Dread supposedly is the good Metroid, so... Is that out yet? Metroid Dread? Yeah, 100%, man. Okay. That's the one Metroid that I saw... So- yeah, everybody got into the Metroids on GameCube and everything after that, and I was like, eh, I don't want a first-person shooter Metroid game. That's not my fucking thing. I don't like the way they did that. I wanted the complicated platformer game that the original Metroid sucked me into. And then Dread, and I was like, holy shit. And then they went back and said, well, we've always been meaning to release this. We've never had the hardware and software capability to do this until now. And I went, fuck me, dude. I have to buy this game. So, right? yeah. All right. I have, I have to buy that later today because I, I have to own it. I have to play it. I, I'm waiting for it to just come down in price. It's just one of those, like, I love Metroid. You know what? Maybe I won't. Well, maybe when I pay off the new car, I'll oh, get like, it. fuck, dude. I just bought goddamn Breakpoint at full price and went on sale the next day. Yeah, good call. Maybe I'll buy Dread and they'll go on sale the next day for you. There we go, dude. You should do that. <laughs> no, I'm super excited about it. Um, well, the last thing we had, but I don't, I just, I don't think we have time to get into is the uh, is the best movies in the MCU top ten list. But uh, maybe we'll save that for next round. Yeah, the one thing that we did miss was the Pokebot. Oh but yeah, fuck you. Fuck that Pokebot, dude. That stupid thing has sucked up so much of my fucking time. Right? It, it's a fun little thing for, for in a Discord, but Jesus Christ, it just... Like, it 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 has taken a bunch of time. Like, I... Admittedly, and this that's fine because this is going to come out after I've already left this job, but I did fuck all today. I literally have sat sat there all day going, hey, look, I'm here for anybody who has questions. I will answer questions, I'm, but I'm not digging into anything hardcore because I don't want to start a new project and then leave it hanging because that would drive me nuts. So I literally did fuck all today, and I played on Pokebot. That's what I did. That's what I've been doing for the last three weeks, man. <laughs> like, okay, I got all my shit ready. Where do you guys want me to go? Hurry up and wait. Roger fucking that. I don't want to play this goddamn Pokeball all fucking day. Yeah, and I'm sitting here <laughs> trying to like, catch up to you. You got like 1,800 freaking catches, and I'm going, how the fuck did you do all that? Now I know. I'm just... Uh, I sat here for eight hours. <laughs> longer than eight right? hours. Because I was just like, oh, shit, it's it's dinner time? Oh, fuck. Where the fuck have I been? Did people come home? I've just been like, uh, P... Okay, catch with that one, catch with that one, catch with that one. Like, oh, 
Okay, I have gone so far in that fucking game to do metrics across the board to purchase all a hundred of each Pokeball and run the scenario twice to see which one is actually worth it. Fucking don't buy the Great Balls or whatever, the, the ones that are 500, just buy the regular ones. The profit is much higher across the board without getting the amulets. If you get the amulets, then your profit skyrockets. The first amulet costs 150,000 coins. That will give you enough coins to like, when you capture two Pokemon, it's more like capturing three Pokemon. It, it, it increases your credits. You can have up to 10 of those amulets. Or is it five of those amulets, ten of those amulets? I don't even have one. I've been testing without. And God damn it, dude. That's stupid fucking bot. I just wish that the battle system was a little bit better and that it was evened out. Because whenever you fight Brock on fucking level one, you have some level 24 fucking thing and his goddamn shows up as level 12 whenever i do it he's 20 levels above me and i'm like what i saw fuck? that i was trying to figure out how the hell that happened it's been happening non-stop for me he's always so I'll, I'll be like okay well at first he was level 42 so i got my fucking primary up to 51 i was like okay i got this i should be able to smash through all three of his pokemon i'm like how the fuck did he jump to 76 Oh my god, so I leveled up to 60-something. Yeah, he jumped to 80, and I was like, I'm, I don't know what the fuck. Maybe it's because I'm using the 1% legendary Pokemon on my team. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it was but weird. Yeah, Pokebot's been fun. Yeah, it's it's a cute it's a cute little thing. I, I definitely am happy that you, uh, you said, hey, go pick this thing up. But, uh, yeah, it's a time sucker. It's definitely a time sucker. Well, what's your plans for next week for Game Inch? Or do you not have any? Uh, next week, my plan is to play some Breakpoint and hopefully get Shadow sucked into that for a little bit. Uh, I may or may not uninstall Forza. Is I, I did it, I've bought all the cars, I've decked all the cars out, and I've raced them around the map just to have a lot of fun, but at this point in time, oh, well, I don't really have to do that. If I just want to win the races and get the bonus, I can just rubber band the fucking trigger. Right. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, Forza, great game, beautiful game, wonderful, but if I can just cheat by holding down the trigger and putting the fucking settings to literally drive for me... Uh, that's not a game, dude. That's just me watching. Uh, you know what? Maybe that's what it is. I also, I when it did fifty laps, I watched fifty laps. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I, put, I put, yeah, I put football on the TV above me, and then I watched it run fucking fifty laps, and I was like, huh, watched a race. Okay. I mean, that's not th that's not so yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. It was just like the the kids come over and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" They're like. I'm racing. Yes. <laughs> like, you're just cheating this fucking game. Like, yeah, but the game allows me to do it, so I don't know what to tell you. I just found a better way to do it. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I am totally cheesing the hell out of this. But I thought there was a small update to RimWorld, and I have been watching a new series by my favorite fucking RimWorld YouTuber, uh, Decoherent. And I may jump back into RimWorld for a bit. <laughs> Dude, I gotta give RimWorld some credit. Like, RimWorld has been the thing that you have just constantly played. 
Oh, dude, they just need to shut up and take my money. Every expansion that comes out, I buy for full price across the board as soon as it comes out. Don't even fucking hesitate. Oh, what's this expansion about? Doesn't fucking matter. Purchase. Oh, that's what this expansion is. Interesting. But yeah, I mean, at this point, they've sucked up so much of my fucking time. RimWorld's just, that's the game for me. The game is fun. It's it's horrible, dude. It is a fucking horrible game because you can do so much horrible shit with mods. But, yeah, overall, I mean, the game is just phenomenal, in my opinion. It is fun. It totally is fun. Well, I'm hoping to get some Breakpoint in. Um, actually, I've got to get some Planet Coaster in because Moonfat was super kind and actually bought me Planet Coaster. So I have the new one or the older uh, one. I don't know. I don't. I'm assuming it's the older one, but I'm excited to play it because I got the. Uh, as soon as I got it, I went and I got the Ghostbusters Planet Coaster mod thing for it because it's been on my wish list for friggin' ever. So there I now go, have man. that. I'm gonna play the hell out of that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you you have to at this point, man. We're we're talking about Ghostbusters. You might as well fucking do it. Exactly. Get in there and have a good time, and uh, build your theme park, and watch the movie, and just you know, try not to. Let's see. I don't know what that link for the video was, but you know where your brain grows a dick and comes all over itself. We'll be okay. Yeah, we'll go there. Well, man, where can people find you at? Oh, man, I'm always in the GNA Discord, and you can also find me silently sitting in the Thoughts and Shots Discord. I'm still waiting to see if they like me or not. Uh, very cool. Yeah, we got. I got to actually get in touch with Devin, because he wanted to do a rewatch of uh, Camp Sleepaway, because he lost all the audio oh. for that. Yeah, remember, remember when we watched that? Yeah, he, yeah, that was a good he one. Want, I like Camp Sleepaway. Yeah, he wants to do a rewatch of that, so I got to uh, we got to get together and do that. I got to actually get in touch with him. But uh, dude, what about that fucking shit ass prequel to the Army oh, of the whatever, Army of Thieves? Man. Yeah, we got to watch that. You know, we might just do that on this show and just tear the hell out of it because it, it needs to be done. But anywho. I am Cecil Xavier, host. I can be found at Cecil vs. Games on Twitter. Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Um, literally everywhere else. So, look, if you can't find me there, you're not looking hard enough. Because uh, put an underscore in my name or something. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening, let other people know. You can find us on Podcast Addict, Player FM, Spreaker, My Tuner, Your Listen, I, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Jesus Christ, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just if we're not someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. Don't listen to 101 for the love of God. Um, we partnered with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service with a little bit of a twist. Uh, when you buy something from them, you also donate to charity. And GNA Discord is, or sorry, GNA Podcast is all about uh, all about charity. We try to drum up as much as we can. So go over there. Just put a question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link. And that will let them know that we sent you there. Uh, if you get one of those sliders that can give money either way, don't give any money to us. Give it all to charity or give some to charity, some to the developers. If you got to throw some to Humble Bundle. But uh, we want we don't want your money. Don't give it to us. And God, what else am I forgetting here? 
Dimok, have I forgotten anything? I think there's a website. Is there? I'm not sure what it was. I thought it was www.don'tforgettospayandneuteryourpets.com <laughs> or gnapodcast.com. But seriously, spay and neuter your fucking pets, man. Uh, thank you. It's a big deal. Thank you, Bob Barker. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great night. Thanks for joining in. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs>